It began in Africa. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Fenster's Funky 7s. My name is Fenster. The idea behind this podcast is that I'm a record collector and I have a lot of 7-inch singles. So each episode I take 7 of these 7-inch singles and arrange them under some kind of genre or theme. The theme for this episode is actually just one song. It's Jingo Loba by Michael Babatundi Olantunji from his album Drums of Passion, which was recorded in 1959. Babatundi Olantunji was a drummer from Nigeria. He was born in 1929, and the start of his life was on course to become a tribal chief. But instead, he applied for a Rotary Club scholarship and he ended up going to the USA in 1950 to study at university. As a little aside, what is the Rotary Club? Is it like a creepy Freemasons or a not creepy Freemasons? Or I don't know, they seem to put flower beds out uh, at junctions outside of towns. That's the only time I see the Rotary Club mentioned. So if anyone knows what the Rotary Club is, please let me know. Olan Tunji studied in Atlanta and New York, and to make some money on the side, he played in percussion groups. Played a drum and percussion solo one night as part of the Radio City Music Hall Orchestra, and he was discovered and offered a record contract with Columbia Records. He recorded an album of African drumming, rhythm, and chants in 1959. This album called Drums of Passion was a huge success. It went on to sell over 5 million copies and it started the genre that is known today as world music. Olan Tunji went on to work with a lot of prominent jazz musicians and he worked in theatre and film music. He released several more records and he became an educator and social justice activist. So today's podcast is about one track from the Drums of Passion album, Jingo Loba, which translates as Do Not Worry in Yoruba, and it sounds like this. Jingle, jingle, 
A few years later, in 1964, we head across the Atlantic to France, where everybody's favourite pervy uncle, Serge Gainsbourg, was trying something new for his sixth album, Gainsbourg Percussions. He recorded three tunes from Drums of Passion on this album, including Jingo Loba, which he renamed Marabou. But for some reason, Serge didn't bother crediting Ola Tunji on this record. I'm not sure why. Did he think that nobody would notice? Did he think that nobody would remember a record that sold in the millions from just four years previously? Did he think the tunes were traditional African folk chants and not subject to copyright? Or was it down to just good old-fashioned racism? Whatever reason, later on, Ola Tunji was given his rightful credit. So here's Marabou by Serge Gainsbourg from 1964. Skip forward five more years to 1969 and Carlos Santana and his band Santana have just released their debut single, a version of Jingo Loba just called Jingo with some typical Santana style whaling guitar on top. Again this went uncredited to Ola Tunji. Santana claimed he used to hear Jingo being played in drum circles in Aquatic Park in San Francisco when he was on the Mitch from school and he didn't know that Ola Tunji was the source of the tune until later. In a bizarre twist when things tried to be rectified later on and credit to be given correctly, uh, some copies of the release, including the one that I had, were credited to American composer Aaron Copland, who um, had an orchestral piece called Jingo. It doesn't sound very African at all.
What's even more bizarre is that Ola Tunji, Santana and Aaron Copland were all artists on Columbia Records. So perhaps the database management wasn't what it should be back in 1969. But then again, I guess the label didn't really care too much as they were getting paid either way. Here's Santana's version of Jingo from 1969.
back across the Atlantic again, this time to Norway in 1970, and the bluesy rock band Titanic liked Santana's jingle so much that they made a tribute called Sultana, and it scored them a top five hit in the UK. Fans of Paul Johnson's Get Down, 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 Down should take note of this song.
Candido Camero was a Cuban bongo and congo player who had a very long career as he lived to be 99 years old in Afro-Cuban jazz. But in 1979 he hooked up with our friends in Salso Records for the Dancing and Prancing album and he turned Jingo into a nine minute long disco dance floor destroyer. Here's Candito's version of Jingo. <laughs> John Jellybean Benitez is probably most famous for being Madonna's boyfriend and producing some of her earlier records, but he had been DJing since the mid-70s 
and was instrumental in shaping the sound of freestyle. Freestyle was the electronic up-tempo Latin hip-hop R&B hybrid that was hugely popular in the 1980s. Jellybean had some solo success in the 80s, often doing his own version of tunes he knew worked well on the dance floor, including Babe Ruth's The Mexican and Cat Stevens' Was Dog A Donut. And in 1987, he also did his own version of, you guessed it, What Else But Jingo. This version had a good run in the UK charts and it was the first time that I ever heard of the song Jingo. So here's Jingo by Jellybean Benitez.
There's been lots of other jingles over the years. Here's James Last doing it on what Manny says is his only worthwhile album, 1972's Voodoo Party. <laughs> And in 1994, FKW did a kind of Italian house version of it. FKW were a Pete Waterman project. And Fatboy Slim made a more ravey version on his Palookaville album in 2004. If you look at YouTube comments on the various jingos, you'll see that people claiming this jingo as their own jingo. People are saying things like, oh, this sums up the 70s for me. This, this is just the 80s. This reminds me of the 90s so much. Everybody has their own personal jingo, and often they are completely unaware of the other jingles. Or if they are aware, they're crediting it to the wrong person. My jingo experience really comes from a record called I Need You by First Slice, which I bought in Chapters Music Store when it was on Abbey Street for 50p. I really know nothing about this record at all, um, uh, but it heavily samples the Candito jingle, uh, which I had no idea about when I was playing the BJs out of this back in the 90s.
Thank you for making it through to the end of episode six of Fenster's Funky Sevens. If you have your own favorite jingle or a version of jingle that I didn't mention, please get in touch. There hasn't been a jingle since 2004 as, as far as I can see. So maybe if you want to do an updated version of jingle, you should send me an email at fensterdj at gmail.com or at fensterdj on Twitter. Thanks again for listening. That's the end of this episode. Uh, take care and bye-bye. It began, it began in Africa. Africa. Where it all began.